Golight presents the Talking Bollocks podcast. The hip knocker. Here we go, episode 35 Talking Wallets Podcast. It's me, CLB. It's me, Teddy Flower. And today we're joined by... It's me, Dylan Warren. The yeah. big fella. Before we get started, Dylan, congratulations. On. You're the first culture on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I walked straight into that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was a jab that what, what do you think of the introduction? Though? Do you think I was practicing on the way up in the carriage? Do you think I had a ring to it? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. I walked. You had two words to say. You know what I mean? Yeah, you had two words to say and you knocked her out of the park. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Thanks, boys. And thanks. you're saying her all your life, Dylan Moran. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that hard? I was looking at myself in the mirror going up in the carriage. I need to get this right now for the boys. It's me, Dylan Moran. You need to come up with a nickname for you. It's the real deal. Oh, is that your nickname in boxing? Moniker, yeah. Yeah, the, the real deal. deal. Yeah. Love that. Yeah, yeah. CLB, Terry Flower and Dildo Moran. <laughs> <laughs> Delilah. <laughs> right. How's things? How are you? Good, Terrence. Keeping the good side out, bro. You know yeah, keeping I mean? busy yeah, and all, bro. Talking away, working hard. You know, things can always be better, but we keep trying to get there. But can't complain. That's 100%, it, bro. Looking fresh. Thank you. He's up well. Actually, you're not too bad yourself, son. Who's he flirting with? Fresh fresh feed down there. Right, jumping into the singers from last week, Dylan, yeah? What you call, are they called socks or stockings? Socks. Socks, bro. Some of your singers are mad. Up this Dublin way is nuts. (laughs) You know what they, what are you calling the paddy wagon, am I right, you're fine? That's what they call. Do you call it a paddy wagon? Oh, look at how much of a cult she is. <laughs> oh, you're a proper cult. I've culty. never even heard of it. A Mariah van. That's what they call. Yeah, that's what a they call. Van. And Google it. You got a nice history lesson about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah, it's a bit of crack. Yeah. Well, they're socks anyway. Yeah, oh, right. right. Socks, right? Socks. Eighty-nine percent. Yeah. Eleven percent say stocks. And a lot yeah. of people text on saying stocks. Yeah, nah, stock. I don't say stocks. Yeah. Totally disagree. Yeah, yeah. stocks. Where did learn that? Your <laughs> you know I mean? who, who told him that? Leading Wolf of Wall Street. Lloyd, would you rather spend? You call this one out. I yeah, I can't explain it. So if I send you to prison and I give you a Rubik's cube, you could do one year guaranteed, or you stay there till you solve the Rubik's cube. I'm going to take my chances with the Rubik's cube. Yeah, have you ever tried the Rubik's cube? I have years ago. I can't remember. I know it was confusion done. It'd probably take me more than a year, but I'm going to take my chance. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give her a bash as well. I, do you know what? I still don't... I, fuck it, I'll take Give me something to do well. while you're yeah, in there as well. It, you know yeah, what I mean? You would. You fuck take it. the chance, yeah. boys. But uh, 56% of the people said that they take the chance. 44% said they just do a year stretch. Just yeah. <laughs> do 12 months of the joy and that's that. You get frustrated. You get frustrated. Yeah, bro. That's heavy tackle. And then, Nicholas one from last week. Would you rather Little or Aldi? Aldi. Aldi, yeah. Aldi, yeah. Do you shop in either of them now? Yeah. Yeah, Aldi, I'll take it. Absolutely grand. Aldi, 60%. Does the job? Yeah, I don't really. It's all the same, girl, isn't it? Little Aldi had the exact same, boys, no? Except the bakery in Little is A1. Yeah, it is, boys. Unbelievable. Top of the range. Aldi won up that game there. And you can never pass it without grabbing something, even when you're not hungry. Just look at you, mate. Do you know what I mean? Give me a bag. All right, then. Relax, Aldi. Yeah, give me an eight. But yeah, 60% for Aldi, 40% for Little, yeah? So that's last week's singers boxed off. Dylan, you have a singer for us, don't you? Would you rather, right? Would you rather continue with your life or restart it? Oh, do you know what? I got asked this right by a medium. 
Oyente she me to ask me if you could go back in time and change and have a different life, would you? I said, not a hope. No. No, no way would I release that. Seen the would, truth. Wouldn't change me life on nobody, yeah? No, I'm sticking. Million percent, Calvin. What are you, what are you hesitating and for? And you know what you know now. Yeah, you get, you that's get me? a thing, bro. You know what you know now, you know what I mean? What do you mean by that? So explain that to so me. You have all the experience, all the knowledge that you've gathered mm. to, the, to, to, to so far, and then you get that at the beginning. Would you go again? You know yeah, what it takes that's to be. It's different, oh, boys. What's yeah. it's different. You ask you this and you're yeah. already. <laughs> I thought you meant just go back and change or something. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No, I'm sticking me bollocks, yeah. Dylan. I'm, I'm, I'm sticking to me yeah. bollocks. Okay. Yeah. I think we're doing all right, boys. Yeah, yeah. We're sticking. I'm sticking to this one. Yeah, so we're all sticking. Yeah, yeah so oh. that, that's that one boxed off. Yeah. My singer, right? What was my singer? It was a would you rather, yeah. So, would you rather never go on holidays again or never use social media again? Ooh. Oh, now we all know my answer. Yeah, never go on holidays again. Really, yeah. Dylan? Yeah. Look at the opportunities, bro. Yeah. But then again, if you can't go you on holidays, it, you? you can't do the thing that you're gonna be doing that you'll explain later on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd have no, to stay in water for social media. Do you know what I mean? Try more to have to do for the holidays. It is what it is, boys. <laughs> People still go to Tramon. Yeah, to be packed out there. All the dubs as well. We can't get rid of Twenty twenty one and people are still going to Tramon yeah, holiday, boys. I'm dead. What's the story with that? Packed down there, full of dubs. Yeah, I love Tramon, though. Yeah, I'm dead. You all think they're in Marbella now? They're having the time of their life. Honestly, there's going to be people in Syria doing fundraisers for people that are doing holidays in Tramon. Still, <laughs> I was in Tramon once in my life, and that was too many times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What would you do? I know. I'd knock it on the head straight away, no problem. But think about it, right, the podcast and all that. All through social media. Oh, yeah, I don't. I'd still do the podcast. I what? I couldn't see someone calling me a fucking idiot online then. But I get to go to Blade and Cuba on me. But you mean how? How would you ground the podcast if you hadn't got social media in the first place? Yeah, but you—that's not the question. The question is, would you rather uh, knock social media on the head and, and never go on holidays? From now, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, the podcast. If you had to go back before the podcast started, put it this way: before this podcast started, I was going on holidays. That's yeah, right. That's a fair point. I haven't been on a holiday yeah. since this podcast started. Yeah, but we're in lockdown. Let me, bro. Yeah, well, it doesn't matter. So it's all the same, isn't it? I go on holiday. I, I picked an hour holiday. Fuck, I'm never going to... Media I'm Mate, fuck holidays. social media. I know there's people out there who only go go on holiday to go on social media. That's, Look at me, I'm at a pool. All right, mate. Yeah, calm down there. That's a, that's a fair point. I'm not going to argue with that one. I'm actually going on holiday next week. Fuck you, Terrence. Where are you yeah. going? Shut that podcast up your hole. Fuck on holiday, boys. For a week, bro. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Actually, yeah, I'm actually going on two holidays. I'm just back from there. Where are you going? I'm going to Old Trafford on Saturday. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah. I want to get into this with you. Uh, <laughs> do you follow football, Dylan? Yeah. Yeah, who would you support? Yeah. Man United. Uh, obviously, Sorry down fella. Uh, I'm sure you. Don't but, uh, we're going to set up a fantasy football league. Yeah. yeah. yeah and yeah, uh, we'll put yeah. the code up for the weekend. So everyone jump on board and the winner will get a prize. Yeah, We haven't yeah. decided what the prize is, but we've 38 weeks to decide it. So uh, <laughs> yeah. leave it at that. But I want to call you out on something. You're bag, right? This fella wrecking my head. <laughs> well, I was up in the scaff yesterday and he, uh, he puts on LFC TV to watch a pre-season game in Liverpool. And I goes, are you for real? It's pre-season. And he goes, ah, fuck it, bro. Nothing to do. I goes, don't start cheering and all. And he's like, what? Well, it's hardly cheering. It's a friendly pre-season. <laughs> and the screams of him. Listen, Harvey Elliott took a shot that went out with a throw in, and you want to hear him scream. No, but if someone bangs a tort, yeah, you're going to give a little, oh, yeah, yeah, shot, yeah, you heard yeah, a steward. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, you're giving the lowest already, yeah, to show you back that you're at, saying that Liverpool are going to finish ahead of you, know it? 100% right, well. Right, and I'm glad you're this confident. 
Me and you put about on now, yeah. If but you don't know, gamble. Yeah. Right, listen. If you know you finish head of Liverpool, right? you know you finish head of Liverpool, you have to shave your head. Hundred <laughs> percent. And so do you. Yeah, let's go. No, my dear. Hundred percent is a dot. Right, moving on. What judging of the week? Right. Back to the point. Uh, is it a press or a cupboard? We did press. this one. We didn't do it. Did we not do that? I don't think so. It's a press in any ways. A cupboard. Don't yeah, even yeah. say you call it a cupboard because you don't. Press. I'm trying yeah, to think. Did yeah. we do press. this one? No, no, we didn't. I think we avoided it because we were shy. But <laughs> we're, we're well, 45 episodes in now, but you know what I want to do? Call out my board because she calls a wardrobe the press. A I'd what? Be like, did you see me runners? And she'd be like, they're in the press. And I'd be like, what bleeding press? And I'd be like, the wardrobe. And she'd be like, get the <laughs> that's, press. That's backwards. Now. Yeah, yeah that, that's That strange. makes no sense. And she tries to justify it and all. And she's like, what's a wardrobe? I was like, that you can put your clothes in and all. You know what I mean? And she'd be like, yeah, but some of them are different. And I'd be like, listen, it's a wardrobe and the press. Oh, the yolks in your kitchen are presses. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, you yeah, agree. 100%. Yeah, 100%. I'm with you on that one, yeah. yeah. So it's a press all day, anyway. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but we'll put that out there. <laughs> the wardrobes yeah. are upstairs. Right, that's all the singles done for the week. Just a big shout out to Kelly Hartington yeah. and Emma Brennan as well. Both of them going to Tokyo, doing unbelievable, doing bits for the inner city and fair play to Kelly taking home the gold. Yeah. Unbelievable. What are the scenes <laughs> like down the Portland Road? See all the videos down the Portland Road? I've seen it on Twitter. Unbelievable. Oh, the hair be standing on the back of your neck. I, yeah. I put a, a tweet out the other day when I woke up to it. It was like, it was the best Sunday morning in a long time. Yeah, the whole country was buzzing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And then when you see the videos of the people in Dublin coming out, the way they've come out in numbers, yeah. it just makes it that bit more special, don't it? And yeah. then I heard someone call Kelly, the darling of Dublin, yeah. and I was like, ah, you, you couldn't sum it up yeah. any better. Do you know yeah. what I mean? An amazing person in the ring and out of the ring. Yeah. Mm. Do you know what reminds me of? Uh, the World Cup in 2002, because mm. there's flags and buntings and signs everywhere. Yeah. And the fight was on at all hours in the morning. Yeah. So like first thing in the morning, everyone's screaming and the sun is coming up and yeah, all. And yeah, I was just like, yeah. I remember back when playing Saipan or wherever it fucking was, uh, and Ireland were playing. At all like stupid o'clock in the morning and you're like oh Robbie Keane's at the scoring mm. and everyone's cheering and then you can hear people in that gaffs <clears throat> fucking in, on different balconies and all yeah. and back gardens screaming everywhere and Kelly's at the winning the gold you know what I mean yeah, so unbelievable. Like, I'm, if I'm able to think back to 2002 and say that reminds me of that imagine in 10 years time when something else happens someone goes remember Kelly won the gold Yeah, you know what exactly. I mean that's going to be fucking well, that's real with that real inspiration you know what I mean like, what, what people don't really understand is like now that that paves the way now for the next young one in Dublin, or especially in the inner city, to look and go, if Kelly can do it, I can do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? There was Katie before her, mm. now there's Kelly, and now everybody can look to her and Emma for getting there, getting yeah. to the Olympics. Like, it's unbelievable. Three gold medalists in boxing and two of them are women. Yeah, quality. Unbelievable. You know, and like you said, that's what it's all about. If it can have a ripple effect mm. to the younger generation, and they're looking, well, if she can do it, I can do it, and it makes them get the clubs, get off the street, believe in themselves, take a chance on themselves. The girls have proven it that it can happen. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And they've put women's Katie Taylor started it off. Women's boxing is booming. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even professional now. You know, Eddie Hearn has finally taken a note all through Katie Taylor and now uh, Kelly Hart is carrying that flag. Yeah. And big ups to Emma Brennan as well. Yeah. I had a lump in his throat watching his interview oh, after the fight. It's heart wrenching stuff, isn't it? You know what I mean? But he went there, he gave it absolutely everything that he had and his story before it added to it, taking out yeah. the loan and I know what goes into boxing. Do you know what mm. I mean? And look, fair play to all of them. It's unbelievable mm. and it's history. Yeah. yeah, and that's the good thing about the Olympics because they're all amateur and like, well, not in every sport, but most of them are amateurs. They're not media trained, so they're not used to getting a camera point in yeah, their face. Yeah. So everything yeah. they say is off, like out of heart emotion, yeah. you know, and that's what you're looking at it. And you're like, boy, it's too early in the morning to be crying. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Get this off my timeline. Like, but yeah. it's fucking... Oh. Uh, what I think is unbelievable, and you hear people say, oh, the Irish are the best uh, 
fans in the world. They're the best people in the world. You know what I mean? I've seen the, all the dubs in our city get behind you and this podcast started. And yeah. you, you can just see it. You've seen it with Kelly Harton and Emma Brennan. It's unbelievable. You know what I mean? And next to the whole country is behind them. And it happens all the time, no matter who it is, no matter what they're doing, the Irish come out in numbers. Yeah. And they get behind their people, and it's unbelievable to see. Yeah, especially that in a city community. <clears throat> that's what we've been saying. We can't stop expressing that. Like when we set this up, like this was just like, and nothing. Like it was nothing. We just yeah. started off on a phone, and then the whole in a city just jumped on board, and everybody got behind us. That sense of community again. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I and it's brilliant it. to see. Look, for me, it's a pleasure to come on here today. Yeah. I'm a massive fan of the podcast. Yes, yeah, but an even bigger fan of the two of you. And I've been on plenty of podcasts, and I said it to you the other day on the phone, Terence. There's something different about this one. And yeah. I noticed it from the get-go. And I think it's just the two of you. There was always a gap there. Doing what you're doing, that gap always needs to be filled. And I don't think two better fellas mm. could have jumped in and took on the job. Do you know what I mean? Obviously, excited to be here. But I'm telling you, I'm excited to sit back and watch where it goes after this. Yeah. Trust yeah, me. I'm you know, and thinking it's going that I'm way. I'm shitting, mate, honestly. Yeah. Hey, just enjoy oh, the whole lot of it. You know, like, sit back and enjoy it. You're an absolute legend, mm. bro. Thanks for that. Sorry about him <laughs> FaceTiming you as well, out of the bill. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I text him, yeah. And I was like, watch your number, bro. No, just give him a little bell. But I FaceTime every See this ringing business. I see, I've seen that on the thing. Yeah, you, know? you, can ju- you can just text me. No. I'm coming to the house, face you know I mean? <laughs> Open the door, I'm outside. Ring the doorbell. <laughs> <laughs> it's childish, all that carry on. Just FaceTime them, isn't it? You feel like a day. He got the message across. That's yeah. the main thing, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, well, so you got a fright, did you? Like, I was looking at it and I was like, Terrence Bauer, what's happening, bro? <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't give a bollocks what you're doing. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah just better answer that phone. Yeah, like. yeah. You could have been the only aunt in the world, and see if you didn't answer, he would have texted me and be like, He's a shy bike. <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't. He wouldn't. You would have. You know, you would have. No, I would have answered the phone to me in 30 seconds. He's a shy bike. He's getting two hooks off me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's the first thing he says to him when you walk in? I want to knock off you. <laughs> Boys, you just need to go to hide. No, you need someone to humble me, I do. Yeah, do you ever just oh, need to go to hide every yeah, now and then? Slap around the ear, the yeah, yeah, bro, that's all I need. So after the show, we'll have a strike. Yeah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you used down South William Street, tops off. Yeah, go on, imagine, yeah. Smacking yeah. the yeah. lock on the top of the face. Yeah. Like, have you have a couple of suggestions there, yeah? No, just the Olympics, right? I'm puzzled now because I, I'm pretty sure, and that Olympics was shorter than a normal one, wasn't it? Didn't they I'm, not, it? I'm not too sure, to be honest. I think um, they cut it short by the time. It was only two weeks long. And it's the next one in three weeks, or three years. Well, Is, is that how be. it's working? It'll have to be. They can't just break the cycle. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Surely they'll just go. Yeah, because this fell a year short. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe, maybe they are going to do it. Yeah, 2024, yeah. yeah. And uh, we were talking yesterday about the, the mad sports that's in it because skateboarding and all was in the dish. Yeah, yeah. You know what? what? Skate, yeah. mad, isn't it? Skateboarding the yeah. Olympics and baseball. Them skateboarders are legends, but boys, they don't give a rat to them all. I'll show you. Come out and say sorry. Come out and say sorry. The guys are bored at the boys. What was that about? I don't know. Two skateboarders end up having a strainer off a bouncer. And they were only 14. They got lumped. One was 14, one was 16. And so they're all outside protesting the last two weeks. Yeah, just put a skateboard through the window, boys. There's no better way to go about it. <laughs> Come out, hey, Johnny, go but, up, um, put that through the window, you're up. Because we were saying, like, do you know the way the France was? So baseball was in it this year. Like, or, I mean, like, imagine yeah. rounders. Did you say that's yeah, the worst yeah. sport in the world there it last is. week? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, like, imagine rounders was in the next time. Yeah, but rounders better than play baseball. Do you ever play rounders? I don't. I've played it before. Yeah, but like baseball, like, I don't really understand them, and I never yeah. watch them. They, they're never part of what they're I do. Dope. You know what I mean? Dope. Yeah. But we yeah. were saying, like, imagine. What Olympic sports would be good at? Yeah. It'd be rubbing push bikes. Cycling <laughs> <laughs> from out the doors, yeah, flats on the back wheel. Right. The 800 meter sprint. Yeah. 800 meter sprint after jumping the taxi. 
Am I right? Gold medal is in bunking in the concert. Someone texts me and says, uh, will you tell us more stories about bunking in? And I swear, it was like fate. So uh, this day, 10 years ago, Watch the Throne, the album with Jay-Z and Kanye West came out, yeah? And I bunked into that concert, yeah. right? It was in uh, the summer of 2012. <laughs> and I remember I remember thinking, I should stay in and study for my leaving cert because I have my leaving cert the next day. And I was like, fuck it, I'm going. Bunked in, yeah, bumped into my teacher in there. Go away. Like, oh, what's the story? What's the chances? Yeah, fuck it. Like, what was you going to say? Go home. What <laughs> 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 the bunking in, but... I was going to tell a story, then I was like, I'm not going to get into the detail, because then you're going to get yourself caught out, you know what I mean? Yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. I know the podcast is doing well, but that doesn't mean I'll, I'll never have to bunk into another concert again. That's a fair point, isn't so, it? So, like, and that concert was the best concert ever, bunked into. Was bunked it, into, yeah? yeah? Bunked into. How many concerts have you bunked into? Being honest, off the top of my head, I'd say at least 10. That's Did you madness. ever pay for a ticket, no? Yeah, when yeah. I got a job then, yeah. you know what I mean? I grew up and I was like, do you know what? I don't have, I don't have to get a chase anymore. <laughs> sure, Dylan, we got to fight off the RTE. They had to deal with a little oh, patience. Really yeah. Shall we do it? We, did we didn't know how to get in. Yeah, the two people into the studio was the best video. I've watched it a hundred times. Yeah, we got an invite to the place and Calvin still bunked in. Yeah, I went under the barrier. The guy was miles away. a poxy syrup. I went under the barrier, yeah. And as soon as I went under, the security guard came out and was like, are you all right? I was like, yeah, we're here to say blah, blah, blah. And he was looking at me and had to ring you one. Come down yeah, and all, yeah, man didn't yeah, believe yeah, me. Yeah. I don't blame him. Like, yeah, you know I mean? track shoots and all. Me walking in the audience, like, like, with an invitation. That's the mad part. I say that was unreal, Vito. Boys, was it getting that text? Do you want to come on RT or email yeah. or whatever? Yeah, it was good crack. I don't really dwell on it too much. We shot, we're getting these little bits here and they're a big deal, yeah. especially this cool. early on. Wait, well, I was on the radio last week playing Michael Haley Ray. Yeah, you know what I mean? How's Michael Haley Ray? Do you know? Are they the fellas from Kerry? Yeah. They're brilliant. Yeah. They're some yeah. characters. There, yeah, I know it's on the radio. Did you see one of them had the pub rocking down in Kerry the other day in a yeah. video got online? No yeah. masks, no t-shirts. Mora. Mora, I mean, yeah. They don't right. care what's set up this way. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's on the radio with him. Parents had a blade and one to one with Brendan O'Connor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we love a heart to heart with any man, you know? It's what mad, mate. Like, it's nuts. It's yeah. all happening for you. Yeah. It's good to see you. That's know? it, but don't dwell on it. We literally just go like the laughter. We, we left RT and we just laugh. We're like, yeah. what are we doing in RT? Robbing a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? We are, yeah. Pulling up a balaclava song, so robbing everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what are they going on with the tangent? I can't even remember the point I was going to make about yeah, the Olympics. Yeah, we're talking about getting bunking into yeah, the Olympics and getting the gold medal. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I definitely would. Can't you wanted you shared yesterday something about Nagni and something like that? Did you not share you were going to touch on that? Yeah, people keep texting us about it because I someone suggested that uh, be like talk about relationships and all like give advice to girls on relationships and I thought it was a wind up so I said a messing and <laughs> yeah. the amount of follow ones we got from like yeah you should and yeah. I was like. What do you want me they to do? They have to give us specifics. The yeah. love doctor at the end of the table. Yeah. Better believe it. Better man. My board. My board can't stand me. Oh, yeah, he the legs of a donkey. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me looking at him. But um, I don't know what to tell you is love. Like, if you want to go out there and get a fella, I'd say... Stick the lips on him and bring him yeah. to the laundry. No, one thing we need to address, yeah. Boards need to start texting fellas first. Yeah. Now, Marty Gilfoyle said that you think, but he's fresh as a we're poxy looking boys. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? They like, come out the young ones out like, oh, I'd never text a fellow post. Like, grow up, you're not going to get a close yeah. mouth, never gets fed. You know oh, what I mean? Exactly. You need to get out and let your attentions exactly. clear. Like, and text him what story, buzz over the gaff. And when he comes over. I just over, FaceTime him like Terrence. You know yeah. what I mean? What's the crack? What's happening? What's up? What's up? Free gaff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Buzz over. But light a few candles, 
Stick Jay Cole with dreams on him. Pfft, game oh, over. Bob's Bob's your uncle. Uncle. There's not a hip left on the North <laughs> Game's <laughs> over, man. Well, yeah. But, yeah, no, Send us specifics and we'll get Terence to give you the uh, life advice on relationships. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so that's that box stop. Dylan, we haven't got much else to hint did we? Uh, someone said, touch on the amount of coaches can come in and out Croke Park. But come here. It took me about 20 minutes to get from Summerhill to Moygaff, which is about 100 metres yesterday, uh, because there was like 40,000 people in Cork jerseys walking towards me. Bro, what's the story with us? I know you're not from Cork, but you're a culture. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I am a culture, yeah. All I can say about the culture is I was at the, the Fela watching Michael Conlon fight Friday night, and uh, there's a bunch of Kerry lads behind me, and Tyrone McKenna was fighting, and the boys were shouting, Go on, Conlon! <laughs> <laughs> they got some fright when Conlon came out. <laughs> Everywhere you go, there's a Kerry jersey. Yeah. You know what I mean? Remember what the one in the Euros? Unbelievable. Like? Yeah. 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 It was something special. Do you know what I mean? The atmosphere, um, the right, atmosphere yeah. was something else. He came out to Grace, it was Sang yeah. Live. And the crowd, the music, it was like a rave, do you know what I mean? Then he won to top it all off. I didn't care who won the fight, it was two Irish guys, it was room for both of them, do you know what I mean? TJ Donnie and Conlon, great fight, and the better man won on the night, but um, what a show, yeah, what an yeah. experience as well, you know what well, I mean? Well, it was that one of his fights a few years ago, <coughs> he was in, uh, in the, <laughs> in the stadium, in, what's the name of the stadium? The, the one, National Stadium, no? No, no, the big one, the... Tree Arena, no? Open Belfast? Open oh, Belfast? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, what um, the fuck is the name of the stadium up there? Maybe the Titanic Quarter or something, no? I can't remember the name. Do you know what's on? It's on the tip of your phone, I can't remember now. But anyways, we went to see him for because uh, Deco was fighting on the undercard. Yeah. And uh, that was grand. But everywhere in, in Belfast closes early. Yeah. So after the fight was finished, we went to the nightclub and it felt like we were only there for an hour. Yeah. So we went, bounced back to the hotel and we we're like, boys, what the fuck are you going to do? It's about half ten in the morning. Like, do you know that? So we go, right, we go to Chip, I guess something, even when the boys float around. Gets to the chip and your man goes, no, oven's off, that's it, no more. And I was like, oh, mate, please, it's only, only two of us there. There's nowhere else in the city open. He's like, no, that's it. And then I heard, uh, will you stick it back on for me? And I, oh, that was a terrible accent. What was that? <laughs> Cut that. Cut that. Keep that in, please. He yeah. said, uh, will you put it back on for me? <laughs> that was boy, boy, that was the accent. And uh, turn around and there's Mick Conlon. Yeah. Mick Conlon standing there and I was like, I wanted to see you punching some fella around yeah, half an hour yeah, ago. Brilliant, Where you brilliant, here? brilliant. And uh, your man sparks the yoke back on and we all get pizzas because Mick Conlon came. Happy days. Yeah, so, happy uh, days. Shout out to Mick Conlon for yeah, getting Calvin the pizza. Yeah. I still had to pay for it. So he didn't really get me one, you know <laughs> what I mean? Fair point, yeah. But yeah, that was that. But, That's Calvin's story about Belfast anyways. No, and then the thing about Crow Park is what I wanted to say was all during the summer, every weekend, there's be about 50,000 people walking up and down Summerhill because uh, the match is in Croke Park. Right. So someone was complaining about it and said, touch on that. And I was like, no, that's nature is healing, isn't it? Yeah. That's normality coming back, boys. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's great to see stadium People back on the buses from Waterford going up to watch the hurling match. Yeah. Normality, do you know what yeah. I mean? People are delighted. Brown you know, shoes and like, check shorts yeah, everywhere. Everywhere, <laughs> you know what I mean? Not a brown shoe left in a shop. Yeah. <laughs> Open the big smoke for the day. Yeah, yeah, big, big day out. <laughs> Six weeks planning gone into it. Yeah, some cunt had to tap into his communion money. <laughs> right, dildo. Uh, <laughs> we jump into you, bro. Let's jump into me, boy. Watch your name, where'd you come from? Dylan Morn, uh, Waterford City, born and bred, lads. Somewhere close to my heart. Mm, Waterford City? Waterford City. It's a bit of a stretch, though, isn't it? Yeah. See? Yeah. <laughs> Go on, let's arrive with that one. Then. No, well, I was raised in the country as well. City, Valley Vague, and then moved out of the country when I was about seven or eight, I think. So, yeah. best of both worlds, you know what I mean? Yeah, country yeah. life, city life. What was and, life yeah. like growing up? Life was good, lads. You know, great family, great parents. Yeah, it was good. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Trained hard all my life, 
for boxing and uh what age you going into that? Uh, as far back as I can remember, you know, I was a toddler going around throwing punches. I can't remember <laughs> days without it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And uh, obviously, my father coaches me, oh, so really. there was no getting away from it. Yeah. You know, and, yeah, just a life of boxing, living in the gyms. Like I said, lived in town for the first few years, had loads of mates in there, moved out the country, and then just floated about the two. Yeah. You know what I mean? So grew up in the city and the country. Yeah. What was school like? You little bollocks. School was good. Do you know what, Cal? It's actually all right in school. Um, smart. You know what I mean? Um. But uh, I never finished it. Yeah. You know, never finished school. And Why was um, that? I don't know, to be honest, uh, Terence. I should have finished it. It's definitely a regret of mine. Um, just decided one day I wasn't going back to school. You know, I'd hit an age where I thought I had the whole world figured out and nobody could tell me any different mm, and I didn't yeah. need it. You know what I mean? It's mm. a horrible um, age, isn't it? Make pocket. Yeah, you know, and you're just very confused, aren't yeah. you? And I was uh, I was up for anything at that age. You know what I mean? I thought I could take on the world. Moved out of home, moved in with my mates. Uh, thought this is it, I've cracked it. Oh, I yeah. have life sewn up, yeah. do you know what I mean? And in hindsight, hindsight is a great thing. Yeah. I knew nothing, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was a little Egypt running around, but you have to do them things, don't you? Yeah. That's how you have, learn, isn't it? Yeah, you have to do it for yourself, make the mistakes and learn from them, do you know what I mean? But in a nutshell, life was good growing up. And mm. what, what age did you leave school at? What? I left school, I think, at 17, uh, Terence. Just said, this is it, I'm not going back. And, uh, you're a fully grown man at 17, bro. Who's been kept back about 100 times? <laughs> 17, they've clicked the labour alone. Oh, oh, what year were um, you? You must have been in sixth year. I was just gone into sixth year. Yeah. And uh, oh, we should have seen it out. Like, yeah. you know, you're on the house, um, the last four. Yeah, on, there, the, yeah. on the home stretch, didn't see it out. And uh, yeah, it is what it is. You know, I left, like I said, thought I knew it all, got a job. Um, Got a job in a meat factory and lads, it was a bad one. You know, killing cows at six o'clock in the morning till six yeah. in the evening. I was thinking, oh man, what am I after signing myself up for here? Yeah. You know, and it still terrors me today, you yeah. know. Uh, but um, yeah, it's all experience, isn't it? Mm. You know, and I remember being in that job thinking, seeing how time consuming it was and thinking, nah, this can't be it. You know what I mean? There has to be something else out yeah. there for me. And I remember one day a fella looked at me, he was working on the line, delighted to be there. And old enough going, he said, oh, I'm here 35 years. I'm thinking, nah. She says, I'm not going doing this, you know, yeah. and I went out at that lunch break and I never went back. And at the time, it kind of turned me back on boxing a little bit, you know, and uh, just got back in the gym, you know, got back in the gym, knew that this is what I was supposed to be doing. Having said that, no matter, every time I gave up boxing and I got a job or I was just dossing around, I knew this isn't it, I'm supposed to be in the gym. And it was just when I went back to the gym, I knew I was on the right path here, you know, and just yeah. got at that, just kept chipping away at that. So what were you like as an amateur though? Were you amateur, as an amateur? Bo boxed all over, you know. Uh, got the three All-Ireland Finals, was beating in them. Um, one or two was quite questionable. Oh, come you know. We know That's all amateur well. boxing. The, the politics. I don't even like talking about amateur boxing. The yeah. politics broke my heart as yeah. a child. That's what happened. And yeah, any boxer we've <clears> had on said the same. Mate. And it, it is heartbreaking. And we know a lot of boxers and we know a lot of people who like sensational boxers yeah. and you see like how come you never won an All-Ireland and then you see why and you're like Jesus yeah Christ. you know you're not winning the fight you're beating the judges outside the ring and that yeah. was the case for me like I was a heartbroken kid I cried in that corridor in the stadium yeah. more times and you're only a kid and you, them things stick with you yeah no you know, so, like, so them judges like, like need, they, I don't need to know what they're messing with no. you know you put your life into something and some old guy in a, in a waistcoat just robs it from you because he feels like it or because someone asked him to you know because he didn't feel like it that day and I just think it's wrong but anyway, heartbroken as a kid, there's a couple of stories there that you'd say, oh, geez, I wouldn't blame you for leaving amateur boxing, mm. and I just turned me back on it. I and know so uh, many people that did it, though. Yeah. Like, and the amount of people I know that went down the wrong road after who mm. saw that they got, they walked a whole life, so much discipline, so much time put into boxing, 
they get to a certain place where they always want to be and then the judges fuck them over and it's like, you know what, fuck that. Yeah, what's the point? Exactly no point down in, the wrong yeah. road. Because boxing, especially <clears> in <throat> the inner city of Dublin, is like a thing for the kids growing up. Like that's If you go into boxing, that's your discipline. That's what these kids need to do, you know yeah. what I mean? Then they're walking that bollocks off to get to a certain place. They get fucked over by the judges. They're like, fuck that. They're going down the road with yeah, yeah, exactly, and that's you know I mean? a common occurrence, and that's what happened yeah. with me, and that just broke my heart. The All Irelands were the, the biggest thing in the world. Yeah. My life evolved around the All Irelands. You know, I'm this little kid out in the country, and like I said, my dad coached me. You know what I mean? So there was no game. I came home from school. I didn't have to do my homework. I had to train. Yeah. You know, that's the life I lived, and uh, the All Irelands were a big deal. And then you get there, you win the counties, you win the monsters, you get there, and you get robbed. Anyway, one thing led to another. I said something happened one time at a, at a boxing show, and I said to my father, "I'll never box again," yeah. and I didn't. And I ended up kickboxing. Just by chance, I ended up kickboxing. I traveled the world kickboxing. What an experience this was for about three years because I was too young to go professional. The end goal was always professional. Like I remember the Bernard Dunn days and yeah. I was sitting down for RT with my dad and it was like Christmas, you yeah. know, watching Bernard Dunn coming out, the yeah. little green gloves, hunky yeah. dories. And yeah. That's a yeah. massive part of my life and saying, that's what I need, that's what I want to do, you know. And uh, yeah, when the boxing finished, I, started, I was too young to go professional. So I had a bit of time to kill and I ended up kickboxing, traveled the world. What an experience that was. Met some amazing people. And um, yeah, came of age then for professional boxing. I said, right. Let's. So you're always now, that's the end goal. Oh, that was the end goal all the time. Even in the meat factory, you were like, that's it. Yeah, even in school, you know, mm. and teachers used to I laugh at me. I think that's why you dropped out of school because yeah. you knew in your head that I you were I just knew, yeah, that's, this is what I want to do. Now at the same time, there was other factors, a bit of laziness, yeah. just trying to be, yeah, you, know, yeah. you know, you're that age. Um, but yeah, that was the end goal. And, just moved to Manchester, put a bag on my back and said, see you later. I'm going to go and try my hand at this and see what comes of it. You know what I mean? And it was the best decision I ever made. Mm-hmm. And here we are today, yeah. you know, a long way later. What age did you turn over at? I turned over, I think I was about 19 or 20, Terence. That's young. That maybe maybe right. 21, yeah. yeah. And, you know, a lot of people look at what's happened for me and they think, oh, how did you do that or blah, whatever. People think them these things don't happen by chance. You, you don't know? happen now, but no, you don't. No, uh, Calvin, I went over there on my own, bag on my back, knew absolutely nobody, and I lived in the gym for two years. Mm. We made a bedroom upstairs, and I lived in the gym. And in one of the roughest gyms in Manchester, Kieran Farrell's, the people's gym, you know, hardcore boxers. And I went over there, and I earned my stripes, you know, made a name for myself, got all the experience that I needed, and knew, yeah, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm well able to mix it with these guys. And if there was an apprenticeship for boxing, I'm after serving it, you know yeah. what I mean? And now it's yeah. about just pushing on to the big ones. Yeah, that's quality that is. Yeah, and that's me. So you were, you were over in Manchester, yeah? Living mm. over there. How long then? Two years over there? Say? It's about two years over there, Terence. Absolutely living the dream, you know, because yeah. my coach at the time, Kieran, shout out to Kieran Farrell. What a guy, took me in, showed me the ropes. He was a promoter at the same time, so I'm going to all the AJ fights with the VIP passes yeah. backstage, and this yeah, is just yeah. me living the dream, you know, unbelievable. Yeah. All the press conferences with all the big big names. And all that, just giving you all the visions. Yeah, all this is where I need to be. And at the same time, it wasn't an easy ride, by no means, and I'm not looking for a pity party, but, you know, I remember smart stories like getting concussion over there from sparring. The sparring was brutal over there. You know, Kieran used to bring me around like a show pony trying to beat fellas up in all the gyms in Manchester. Like I said, I've served my time over that there. That takes a shot <clears> of bots. Well, you're from Waterford going off the And Manchester. I had a little chip on my shoulder at that age. I was out to prove a point, yeah. you know, and you can't come on somewhere like this and chat nonsense. Kieran Farrell, testament to all of this. He used to text the big coaches like Joe Gallagher and them, say, have you got someone for sparring for Dylan Moore? Oh, so-and-so is only in tomorrow. He's a bit big. No, that'll do. Get the popcorn ready. And we rocked around Manchester like that for two years. And I made a good name for myself over there. And coming off that then when I finally moved home, 
I just got loads of opportunities from it. You know, all you know when you see Dylan Sparrow in Spain or Tenerife or back over in England, that's why people knew. You know, this kid can have a bit about him, and they get on the phone. He's want to come sparring because they knew I'd give the guys the work, mm-hmm. and it was just a domino effect after that. You know, so Manchester set me up for what has happened the last few years. Mm-hmm. So, uh, from how long out going on with the Manchester did you make a <clears> proud debut? Uh, I was there for about three or four months, um, Calvin. I was quite advanced going over there, you mm-hmm. know, and uh, we got the debut going. That was a night I'll never forget. Um, like I, I have great support where I come from, you know what I mean? Um, it's something that I take pride in and I think there was like 80 or 90 people flew over from Watford and we took over Bowlers Arena and it was just unbelievable. What a night, you know what I mean? Yeah. I had a big club booked for after it, all the Irish were over there and Manchester was like a second home to me at that stage. I have a lot of friends and close friends over there, you know, and I'm very comfortable over there and uh, yeah, that was the debut and then the fights just came quick and fast after that. Yeah. You know, Kieran kept me busy and we went up through the ranks and you know, kept racking up the wins and kept up all that sparring and, you know, that had the domino effect then to getting a contract in America. Yeah, and tell us about that. <clears throat> so, when I was in Manchester, kind of felt like I was becoming a bit forgotten about at home, you know what I mean? And I said, uh, like, Ireland is where I need to be. I've come over here now, I've mixed it with the, the big boys, I need to go home and start making a name for myself at home. So, off I went home. You know, th- these days, I had no promoter, I had no manager, I was doing it all myself done it all by myself, you know, mm. my team will tell you that, all the decisions that were made were made by me, and I said, I need to go home now, make a bit of noise back there, went home, landed a fight on TG Carr, boxed out of my skin, two weeks later, some American promoter was watching, we want Dylan Moore, off to America, living Land. the dream, Land. do you know what I mean, yeah. what a buzz, yeah. but uh, yeah, it's just, it's just been a mad few years, mm. it's been a mad few years, Calvin, and the reality of it is, it's only getting started. Yeah, mate, you're only a nipper. Oh, yeah, you're only a small fella. Like, it's only getting started. But it's mad that, what, have you got 17 fights? Yeah, 17, 17 fights, 16 fights. wins, one loss. That's yeah. mad, isn't it, when yeah. you think about it. Like, that's, yeah. like, that's a, a big record already, and you're only, like, yeah, pretty much only, you like, know, and the fact yeah. you say you're only getting started, 17 professional fights. But what I'm excited about that is, is like, I had no, I'm from Watford. There's never been a pro boxer. There's never been a pro gym. There was no one to set the path for you yeah. to follow. Had to do it all myself. And, you know, I was just a young kid with a mad idea and mad enough to follow it. I said, yeah. no, I'm going doing this. Watch me. Do you know what I mean? Went off with a bag on me back and a point to prove. And lo and behold, I'm here now. And what I'm excited about is having no promoter and having no spotlight on you all these years, you're kind of kept a little bit in the shadows. And I'm a dark horse. You know, like I said, all them opportunities didn't come for anything. We're yeah. bringing, go to Liechtenstein as a sparring partner and the guy says, oh, I want you, buys me out of the contract in America with 20 grand because they see what I'm telling you about. And now I'm getting to the big fights and it's just about putting it on the TV yeah. for everyone to see. You know what I mean? Look, talk is cheap. Everyone can afford it. Yeah. But I'm just looking forward to backing <laughs> yes, it all up. Yes, bro. I love that. It's, it's, so it's coming. It's been a long yeah. time and I'm just getting there. You but don't know how many listeners we have in Waterford, Dylan. Every yeah. single week. <laughs> When you get to the morning, on, when you yeah, get to the morning, on, and I do nice. it. I absolutely bro. love Watford. The support yeah. they get is crazy, mm. unbelievable. Like, and coming up the road, I had to come up in boxing. You have to sell a load of tickets, yeah. And they got behind me all the time, and they're they're one of the main. You'll never forget in, that. In, in you know what I mean? I am where I am, and yeah. even guys that couldn't make the fight, they buy the ticket anyway. Yeah, you know, people think that there's no money in boxing. There's never been money in boxing. Moving forward in my career now, there's a few quid in it. Yeah, but I'm out of five years. I've often had to put my hand in my pocket. Yeah, that's how much I believed in what I'm doing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah I'll put it in now because it's going to come back tenfold to me. And it you says a lot mean? about your character, especially that there was no one before mm. you in Waterford. Like yeah, you were the crowd. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah exactly. Set, the ones set the in the way, there. you know, and, and like the Kelly Harrington thing, maybe a load of kids in Waterford 
will say, this is what I'm going to do. You know, I do yeah. it mainly. My little brother, my little brother's coming up behind me and I'm just setting the way for him. I'm going to make all the mistakes so he don't have to. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a brilliant mindset to have is, yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you need it, lads. Boxing's a brutal business. If you yeah. were to put it out on the table, you'd say... <laughs> But then I say that all the time, and not even just boxing, fighting in general, it's the loneliest yeah. sport in the world. Mm-hmm. You know what the thing with that is? You could be fucking 40 and all, and you lose one fight, and, and everybody is like, he's finished, he's done, this, that. You, you can have an off, no? Exactly. You can be beaten, anybody can be beaten on that given day. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? And then someone gets beaten, and you see it all the time. Cunt saying, oh, he got played, sparked, whatever, and whatever, and he... They just they jump they jump off the bandwagon and yeah. it's so you have a bit of faith, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, we only had that chat today, isn't we? Yeah, yeah, we were only talking about it. How easy it is when you're coming up and you're winning and you have all these yes men there and you're you're great, you're gonna be the next big thing and then next of all you lose a fight, you're like Lads, a perfect example of it is I, I lose a fight, but I come back from Dubai and Jake Paul, the Jake Paul thing and all that and McGregor, everybody wants to know you. Yeah. Everybody, everybody. wants to know you. that's the thing. I just went home, closed my door, and I stick with my day ones, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. I keep my circle small, keep my head down and go about See, my that's business. the hype train. That's what I fucking hate. Everyone tries to jump, jump on, on it. Mm. You know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? Look, they love you when you're winning and they hate you when you're losing. But the man. good thing is, we have to say about the people in Watford, Mate, they, I swear to God, they bombard us with messages about oh, Dylan. They don't week, stop Dylan. And I'm nearly sure. Either yesterday or the day before, someone messages and goes, get Dylan Morning on that's to talk about Lynchenstein. Yeah, that's what he yeah, said, someone yeah, specific. Yeah, and I was like, fucking But hell. that's just backing up what I'm saying. The support I've got there since I turned professional. But it's legit is, support. Like, yeah. It's not like as if you're nah. hair shining because you're a boxer and you're selling tickets and you're trying to get what? No. No, we, <laughs> since yeah. day one with this podcast, your name is being mentioned yeah. at least Brilliant. once a week. And shout out to all the lads I'm offered. Do you know, know what I mean? mean? And, I'm on the ground with them. I'm not like, oh, they don't ever get to see me. I'm out and about with everyone yeah. down there. You know? And that's Love the way it'll that. always be. Yeah, you know so you're the fucking driving up from Waterford. You, you know, know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, how could I turn down to come up and see the two yeah. boys <laughs> in the flesh? <laughs> <laughs> ah, I love it. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. Just, so talk to me about I'm 26 years of age and I can write a book. And someday I think I will write a book because I've got some mad stories. Yeah. You know, a lot of them that I've never put out there. Lichtenstein, just a phone call out of the blue from this sparring him in Manchester, making a name for myself. Some big dog with the Sourlands rang me. I didn't even know how he got my number. I was in, I was, I was in Kilkenny, actually, having a few drinks. I was had to come back from Mexico. I flew to Mexico for a fight. But well, hang on, own. yeah, I think what's happening here is we're jumping too far ahead because yeah. we're going to end up have to go back to that yeah, show anyway. Yeah. So oh, we're going to have to go. I think I, we should go back Yeah, so I, I went from Manchester so, yeah. to Ireland, had a fight on TG4, landed a contract in America, went to America, got beat. Yeah. Right, came back, but I think low point. That, Talk to us about that, yeah. yeah. I think, before you get started, I'm sorry if I couldn't across it, but no, I think that last made you. It's the best thing that ever happened. It's the best yeah. thing that ever happened. You know, in hindsight, I wouldn't change it. Yeah. Never. It was meant to happen. Yeah. You know, I wasn't supposed to win that night. And for a long time, it was a touchy subject and it knocked me off track. And nowadays, it, I know it nudged me in the right direction. Yeah. Look at everything that's happened for me in the past few months. My life has been crazy, turned into turmoil. Yeah. Had I won that night, that probably wouldn't have happened. No. Yeah. You know, so people need to understand when something goes wrong for you, maybe it's meant to be. Yeah. Yeah. Don't always question think, it too much. People think people just say that, just to say it, for like to keep the hype about it. So people no. think people just go, oh, I lost, it's the best thing that ever happened. People are like, yeah, whatever, you know what I mean? No. But that really can be the making of it. And it's yeah. that cliche, isn't it? It's not about the fall, it's about getting back up. And yes, you know I mean? and I know I heard loads of people say that before me, and I was wondering, is it really the way? Mm, yeah. Now it's happened to me. You know, it was the lowest point in my life, and I'm looking at it now. That's my mentality. It was meant yeah. to happen. I wouldn't yeah. change it for the world. It's the makings of where I am today. So yeah, America was meant to happen. You know what I mean? I got beaten in America, and it was a low point. You know what I mean? I was out at the gym, trying on the chair, as you would be, trying to get my head out of my arse. Shout out to the water for people again. You know, we were just saying there, and it's a cliche that no one wants to know you when you lose. I never yeah. got more support when I won. 
you know, my phone was bombarded. Mm. You know, I was afraid of coming out. That's how bad I felt about it. Like, I'm, I was obsessed with boxing. I still am. You know what I mean? It's yeah. my life. There's nothing else goes on in it. And the people just made it so comforting coming yeah. home. You know what I mean? The messages and all that. You know, it put a padding on it. But anyway, got back on the horse and said, I need to get my career back on track. <laughs> You know, I'm still doing this. No manager, no promoter. Yeah, get back at the horse. <laughs> <laughs> that was my impression of Dylan Ward, boys. Um, that loss, yeah. You done something mad straight after that. You went to Mexico. On my own. Yeah. What? On my own. Sorry about him, Dylan. No, yeah. no one could go with me. So I said, I'm going to go by myself. Where was the American fight? What city? New York. It was in New York. Catskills, yeah. Yeah, and you lost that. And how long after did you just say, right? It was about two months after. And you went I spent to spent a month sitting on the chair crying, right? I won't tell <laughs> any lies. Then I said, right, I need to get the ball going again. Yeah. Um, get me a fight. Connor Slater got you a fight in Mexico. My dad can't go. Stephen can't go. Connor can't go. I'm going to go by myself. He's like, bro, what are you on about? I said, Connor, I'm going to go by myself. I said, what's the promoter's name out there? He said, Gabriel. I said, right, just set it up. Off I went, 11 hours to Los Angeles, got an Uber, down three hours to the border of Mexico. This Gabriel fella picked me up, right? So here I am crossing the border, it took us four hours to cross the border. You're sitting in, in, in the traffic at the border and this fella's selling dogs. Yeah. This fella's selling everything, <laughs> trying to put a pup in the window here. Do you know what I mean? It was just a mad experience. Anyway, comes fight night. I'm in this nightclub in Tijuana, the most dangerous city in the world. You know, in a sweatbox of a dressing room now. All these little Mexicans around me. I'm there on my own trying to wrap my hands. Right? And I'm sweating buckets and I'm wrecked from the trip. And I'm like, oh man, this isn't this isn't going to end well. Do you know what I mean? Did you ever think at one stage, what the fuck am I at the day? Oh, all the time. Yeah. What am I up to? <laughs> what am I up to? You know, you have to be cracked to be doing this. You have to be, you a, have bit to be a bit mad about it, Terrence. Have to be. And uh, lo and behold, the doctor comes into the dressing room and says, the fight's not happening. <laughs> 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 and I'm sitting there, I'm like, what? He said, the fight's not happening, there's a problem with your man's medical. So I'm thinking, oh my God, what is this about? This can't be happening. I flew halfway across the world on my own and the fight got cancelled. You know, no one can speak English in the dressing room, I'm yeah. sweating buckets and I'm in Mexico. And you don't get paid unless you fight. No, no money, no nothing, left in Mexico. You know what I mean? And uh, the promoter was like, oh, Dylan, I'm sorry, will we go for food? I'm like, yeah, sure, I'm at nothing else. Yeah. You know, I might as well. But... Uh, after this, like Taco Bell, and it gets better. The food comes to the table. I ask your man, is he married? And he starts telling me this story about his wife was shot three weeks before it and bursts into tears. And, and this fella's crying on my shoulder, and, like a Taco Bell in Tijuana, and I'm trying to comfort him. Proper love this woman. Like, she went out to pick up a package and got shot in the head. He was trying to explain how dangerous Tijuana was. Fuck and I was sitting man. there, and I still remember, like, yes, I'm looking out the window, and he's, this fella's roaring crying. And I'm thinking, what am I up to? What am I to get and myself I, in? I went then? back to the hotel room that night, and it was another moment where you're like, and why at not in here? Mm. You know, you're watching all your mates building houses, getting qualifications, having kids, settling down. And I'm in Mexico on my own with a bag on my back, fight cancelled. Mm. Trying everything, nothing happening for me. Do you know what I mean? Every door just getting shut. Mm. Off the back of a loss as well. Off the back of yeah. a loss. And uh, yeah, it was a long journey home. Mm. And uh, Dylan, that's one of the maddest stories I've ever heard in my life. Isn't that nuts? Uh, that is, is isn't it? You, nuts. You, couldn't, you couldn't make that up. Like, that like, is like something out of hangover. Yeah. yeah and how long did you end up having to stay over there for? So I gave another three days there. But I got out of there as quick as I could. I spent the last two days in Beverly Hills, which was all right, by myself, just strolling around. Yeah. You know what I mean? Window and, shopping. Uh, yeah, window <laughs> shopping. And yeah. down in Hollywood and yeah. all that. And caught the fly home then. And that was another few weeks of deep and thought, thinking, what am I up to? You know what I mean? Do I just get a job and crack on with my life? I'm trying everything here. It's not for the one to try and it's not happening for me. And uh, obviously, as you do, you end up going out for a couple of drinks, don't you? And uh, 
I'm out having a good night in Kilkenny with a couple of the lads and I'm sitting at the bar and my phone rings and it's an unknown number. Tom Dallas from the Sourlands and they're like, Dylan, how I'm giving up boxing at this point now, I'm done. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Uh, Dylan, do you want to go to Liechtenstein, Sparring? I've never even heard of Liechtenstein. Yeah. <laughs> what? It's like Liechtenstein, Spar of Asperau. And obviously a couple of bottles in me didn't think twice about it. Spar any man after I woke up the next morning and I YouTubed this fella and I'm thinking, what am I after signing myself up for? You know what I mean? Oh my God, got a message. Yeah, we picked up at the airport and brought to some fancy facility in the mountains. So yeah. off I go two weeks later on my own over to Liechtenstein and picked up by this German and his wife. Not a word of English between the two of them. And I mean, we're going up the mountains and I'm thinking, yeah, this is even worse than Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not fit. Sweating buckets again. Do you know, no air conditioning in the car. And uh, lo and behold, we come around this bend and here's the nicest town that I've ever seen in my life. And we go into this gym that is just state-of-the-art. And long story short, this millionaire, Pete Lyme, was after getting a boxing camp together up in the mountains mm. because boxing was his passion. And he was after kind of handpicking all the best Germans from their promoters and taking them to his gym and bringing in all the best of trainers. And I was just brought in as a sparring partner. Done my thing there anyway for a week. And it was just beautiful. I've never seen a place like it. Um, unbelievable. And on the last night, I was packing my bag to go home, knock on the door. It was the promoter. Can I speak to you downstairs? I thought he was probably going to say, can you stay for another week or whatever? Yeah. You know what I mean? And he goes, look, I like what I've seen of you all week. I want to keep you here. What's your situation? I said, I'm in a contract in America. He said, would you come here? I said, yeah, 100%. It's unbelievable here. Leave it with me. Paid 20 grand, bought me out of the contract in America. And I lived over there for another year and a half. You lived, lived over there for a yeah, year and a half? Yeah, the dream. Me and some Cuban, not a word of English. In that <laughs> some boys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, with yeah. a Cuban, Osley. Yeah. yeah that, and yeah. that, do you ever hear that saying? That's our and do, do you know what's mad, like? I had the word of Spanish, he had the word of English, and we were best friends. Yeah, man. We had the best boys ever. Yeah. It was brilliant. Because we're on the same way, but yeah, you know what I mean? Two was the same thing. We understood each other, and yeah. what an experience that was. Yeah, and yeah, that's what just, they say about boxing, isn't it? Amateur boxing, two men fight each other for three, three minute rounds, and in the end, the Cuban always wins. <laughs> <laughs> This is giving me such a money for him. This is yeah. their stories. They're yeah, just, mad. just mad stories like that. And the list goes on, you know what I mean? Lived over there, lived the dream. And um, yeah, that all came to a bad ending as well uh, over COVID. You yeah. know? They went bust, didn't they? They went bust. So I don't, like the training over here was, wasn't easy. Yeah. The, the trainer was Polish, grew up in the army, proper strict regime. Yeah. No music when you're training, nothing. This was by the book oh, stuff. Drive you mental now. Yeah. But in the end, I could see the sense in the no music. You're not supposed to enjoy training, the translator would say to me. Yeah. That's his ways. Done 12 weeks with this fella anyway at the foot of the mountains. I'm raring to go. I'm fighting this little German. He was piping up weeks before the fight, slagging me about eating pizza. The whole place was interested in this fight. A week before, show gets cancelled. Yeah, having oh, a laugh, you know what I mean? Back to square one again. And is this still your first fight after the loss? You haven't fought you? Oh no, I had a win over there. Yeah. I had a win over there for the Liechtenstein lads, yeah, yeah. in Austria. Some yeah. private event for a load of millionaires in a ski resort. This was crazy. Yeah, um, yeah unbelievable. Uh, it's a hotel that like Arnold Schwarzenegger and the, the Klitschko's train at, up in this, um, up in a ski resort. I forget the name of it, but it was all just multi-millionaires. There's a horse ring in the lobby of the hotel and there's all ponies running around, you know. Oh, the late James Bond villains yeah, you around. Yeah, you couldn't make this up and it was a private event and me and some fella knuckling head off each other for their for enjoyment. Their yeah. Do you know what I mean? And that was a mad experience as well. But the big fight got cancelled, got sent home. You know, I, I remember putting a post up saying 12 weeks training, fighting in the ratio farm arena in Germany, three TV stations, WBC belt. Now I'm at home in my old bedroom, signing on the dole. Do you know what I mean? You're never larger than life. Yeah. You know, take it one step at a time. And 
that was it. Went back over there. They said, ah, oh, we'll get the ball rolling again. Because everyone thought COVID was going to pass, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. They thought it was a bit of a joke at the start. Yeah. And two or three weeks training over there, knew there was something wrong. Boss man called us all in the office, said, I'm pulling the plug on the company. Do you know what I mean? He said he was speaking to someone high up in the government, Angela Merkel, actually, in Germany. <laughs> yeah, of all people. I don't know how that this is. This fellow was... She's the German Chancellor. Well, she was the German Chancellor. Oh, yeah. don't fact check me on that, will you not please? <laughs> yeah. She was the German and Chancellor. And he said to us, I speak with uh, Angela, he's friends with her husband or something, and they say this is here for a long time and I cannot keep this afloat. And I was like, look, nice one, pal. Uh, book me a flight home, will you? <laughs> <laughs> and off I went home. Um, but yeah, yeah mad. That's mad, girl. Mad. Bro. So back so on the chair, back crying. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know what I mean? So it, what, when are we talking about? Just now? a vicious circle. This time so that, was la- that was last summer. That was last summer. Um, got the wind in the sails again, our back on the horse, Terence. Yeah. Get me a fight. <laughs> uh, had two fights off myself, paid for them myself. Poland, Spain. And then off the back of the last one in Spain, I just got a phone call saying, are you good to spar McGregor? Just out of the blue. <laughs> I thought someone was winding me no, up. See, if I didn't know him, yeah. I'd say, he's a spoofer. Oh, I'd be mad. Wouldn't you know? I would as well. Genuinely, I knew all this about the Mexican thing and all yeah. of it. You're lying to me. Oh, yeah. that is mad. It's madness. Mad. Like, it is. It's nuts. Mad. So talk to us about that. How do you just get a phone call just out of the blue after two fights paying out your own pocket and then you just get a phone call? Talk to us about that. Just Actually, what happened that week in Spain, it was November last year. I'm in Spain, I'm due to fight David Bensi on a nice show in Alicante. And on the Monday, I get a phone call. Um, Dylan, do you want to fight Conor Bain for 50 grand on Saturday? I said, bro, I'll fly straight to the bubble and kick him around Eddie's backyard for 50 grand. <laughs> Are you mad? So that was in limbo. Rang back on the Wednesday, Conor Bain won't fight you because you're a southpaw. So the fight Folk is spent, yeah. So the fight legit. is legit, 100%. And he'd just be giving the loads. He's yeah, yeah, yeah. The Th- these are facts, yeah. And uh, so the fight was back on in Spain. I was like, look, it looks like a Spency Saturday and not Conor Ben for 50G. <laughs> do you know what I mean? You'll have to do. Um, and then that Wednesday, after they said that the fight, it's just a lot of ups and downs. The Conor Ben fight got cancelled. Daddy even got a phone call. Dylan, you fight Saturday, yeah, very best of luck. How would you be set to come and spark Conor? Um, after the fight, as long as you don't get injured or whatever. Mm. Like, you're mad, of course. Yeah, definitely. Had the fight, won. Was in a Spain in a hotel in Malaga in Spain, waiting to fly home. Nine o'clock in the morning. Uh, well, Dylan, congratulations on the win. Are you good to come to Portugal? I didn't think that phone call was going to come. And it did come. And the following week of a bag. So you got the back. phone call before you had that fight? Yeah. Did that did not distract you? Or no, not, did you not no. Like, I, stayed, oh. I ran away from the fella for eight rounds <laughs> to make sure I didn't get caught. He wasn't catching me with a punch. It was like cat and mouse. <laughs> I'm going to spar McGregor. You're staying over there. Yeah, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, but I didn't think the second phone call was going to come, if I'm being honest. You know, you get so used to getting let down yeah. all the time, you know? Yeah. And uh, the phone call came. And before I knew it, I was on the plane to Portugal. I spent four weeks, five weeks out there. One thing led to another, and my life just hasn't been the same since. Yeah. If I'm being honest. So being talk honest. was about talk was about Connor, mm. the intensity of the camp, what he's like. Listen, lads, Connor is an absolute legend. You know, before I went over there, I only had a manufactured opinion of him. Hearsay, yeah. papers, the usual. You know what I mean? I went over and met the guy. I spent weeks looking at seeing the papers, boys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I couldn't speak more highly of him on the ball. He'd sit in here now with the three of us and have the crack. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But we got the work done. A mad experience for me. You know, I've just been grabbed out of offer and I'm trying beside McGregor. Mm. You know what I mean? So what, what happened there? Did they just like say, right, I need a southpaw? And they were like, oh, I got the call. Yeah, it's mad, isn't it? You could have had anyone. Mad girl. You could have had anyone in the world there. 
queuing up to help McGregor. I got the call anyway, and here I was on the way to Portugal. Well, the shows are doing something fucking right. Doing something right. the that you said, you get so used to getting let down that you yeah. didn't even believe it. That's... And this kind of softened the blow. I was like, well, look, this is maybe my turn of good luck. Do yeah. you know what I mean? And I stuck at it and it's paid off now again. You know what I mean? And yeah. that's how it tends to work. Things are going to go wrong, they're going to go wrong, but something's going to go right for you. Yeah. You know, regardless of what field of work you're in, you know, shit just goes wrong. That's you're riding the wave now that. since that. You know? And I'm just riding a wave since that. Time. Yeah. Like I said, life hasn't been the same. It's been yeah. nuts. What a ride, what a journey. And just very grateful they've gone on it. You know what I mean? What was the camps like? Were they very intense? Intense, like, yeah. Like, because that's that's the highest level of training camp you can go yes, into. Yes, that's yeah. the elite of the elite. Do you know what I mean? No what, what is it? Because not, yeah. we spoke and you get to British stick about that, how much money he spends on a camp, but he spends that money for a reason. For a reason, Yeah, yeah. It's, money, it's money well spent, isn't yeah. it? Um, it's nothing to fucking him in any ways, do you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Um, very intense. was great to get an insight into how Connor's camps work. How the elite. You know, the guy's yeah, a hard worker, you can't knock him for that. Mm. You know, shows up. Trains as hard as anybody on the mats. The guy's got all the money in the world and to be still able to do that, you have to respect that stuff. Mm. You know what I mean? He put the work in and um, yeah, th that's it. You know, it was interesting to just get an insight into it. You know, so you had Thomas Carty on and Tom was over with Derek Chisora. Yeah, was over legend, with Thomas Carty. Watch Cowley, was over in them camps yeah. and he said, like the intensity in them camps, like shows, it sort of showed him where he needs to get there. Yeah. It yeah. was like, like Chisora seeing there, like when he was over there with a Cowley and all, everyone sort of talking, chatting, he said, Chisora is like, headphones on, not looking or talking to anyone, he just gets in and it's going to walk. Like, yeah, you see. it's so intense, like, you, you see know? where the bar is at. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can gauge from that thing going forward. Yeah. You know, like Lichtenstein for me, set the bar with the training. The training was that hard over there. Now I need to reach that all the time. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But the Connor camp was crazy. What an experience. I think I was starstruck for most of it, if I'm being honest with you. Yeah. Um, what a time to get stage fright, though. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And he's swinging punches at you. Uh, yeah. yeah, I just winged it. Everyone was delighted with it at the end of the camp. Do you know what I mean? I was the man for the job. Had I not been there, they sent me home after the first day. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, and look, listen, there's no messing about. Mean, listen, there's no fucking... There's no friends in that game. No. I mean, like if, if they bring you in, they think you're not doing the work, you will be sent yeah. home. And there is a business decision. For yeah. him, right? like, of course. He owes you nothing. Like, you're, not doing, you're not up to scratch for him. Right. Yeah. The next person there, he's not doing the job for me. You know, like that. Yeah, exactly. 100%. I always remember the first spar, we came out to touch gloves and uh, it was like a world title fight. You know, Andy O'Neill is tying my gloves and my back is turned. All the Netflix cameras are behind me. We're in this little gym in Portugal and McGregor strutting around as he does. And I'm thinking, how did I end up here? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I'm about to turn and around. Really did, just before the fight, where you're really just like, what the... But I was oh. buzzing. You yeah, know what I mean? Absolute, you know, adrenaline's going through the roof. And we went out to touch gloves. And as we touched gloves, he tapped me in the face and goes, ah, you need to be sharper. But then about... And everyone started laughing. Then when we went to Dubai, this was like maybe four or five weeks later, the first spar with touch gloves and I hit him in the face. And he goes, ah, you need to be sharp. He stopped and goes, ah, fair play to you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, we had a good buzz. Um, couldn't speak more highly of Connor. You know what I mean? I showed up, done what was asked of me, kept the head down, didn't yeah. play Connor. Like, if I messaged Connor today, he'd reply. Mm. He'd reply to some of my stories. Right, and but that's you it. ask him to come on next? <laughs> <laughs> Any chance, Connor? The, the, the oh, man's shit. the busiest man in the world. The last thing he so. wants is people so. hanging out of him. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I showed up, done the sparring, and I went home. Man, yeah, I mean, I met him once years ago. Uh, remember, he popped his knee. After a second yeah, point. Yeah, that was yeah, Max yeah. Holloway, wasn't it? Yeah, when he popped his knee there, I met him a few weeks after that. We were out. Uh, it was Halloween time. We were out on a college night out in town and everybody was like fancy dressed. Mm. I dressed as 50 shades of grey, yeah. yeah. Oh, honestly, <laughs> boys, yeah. Lovely. I left the dirty cans. I got loaded paint samples, you know, the colours and yeah. I put them all on my top, all the grey ones, yeah. So 50 shades of grey I was. And uh, we were out in the smoking area and one of the boys came out and goes, uh, 
Conor McGregor is downstairs. And I was like, yeah, wherever, mate. Yeah, and I turned back <laughs> around. And then he goes, no, I'll straight. And in my head, I was like, me, I was fuming because I was like, I'm going to go downstairs and some cunt's going to be dressed as McGregor. Yeah, and I'm yeah, after being yeah. up there, like, burning the ears off somebody. You know what I mean? Leave mm. me alone. I went downstairs, there's McGregor just chilling. Yeah. Him, uh, John Kavanagh, and his manager, uh, Ali. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ali, yeah, isn't Audi, it? Audi, Audi, Audi. Yeah, sorry, Audi, yeah. Dude, Ali, I feel like... Yeah, I know. 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 Yeah, I yeah. And I mean, I was hopped over, and I was like, "All oh, right, grand, whatever." Now this is back. Remember, I, I, I told never you parents, showed yeah. me it in. Yeah. But I, I never used to be on Twitter back then. Yeah, yeah. And the one thing I did on Twitter, he retweeted and Lovely. it blew up, right? Yeah. And I said it to him. I goes, "Eh, oh, my phone's getting hopped over over you. You retweeted me." And he goes, "What did you say?" And I started the tweet. I'm not going to say what I said, yeah. but I started the tweet, and he finished it. Yeah, yeah. You know like that? And he goes, "Oh yeah," and he said, and I was like. How the fuck do you know that, mate? Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, you would have got a million messages that day. Yeah. And, and I was like, do you know what? And he was bang on. He was sound. Uh, he was getting bottles of everything for free, like Lovely. vodka, Jaeger, yeah, whatever. Yeah, and he was like, boys, you just walk away on that, he said. He's yeah, like, yeah. have whatever you want. Get your mate sound yeah. and all. He goes, no, he's a, he's a gentleman. Him and his family, you know, and his whole team. It was the most welcoming experience yeah, I've ever had. Yeah, and see his manager. His manager gave me his card and goes, you need a job in LA, give me a show. Lovely. And I was yeah. going on me day one that summer and I bottled yeah. messages. I remember you telling yeah, me that, I yeah. bottled the messages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. fuck it, like, you know no, what I mean? All really nice people. Every single one of them. Mm, yeah. from the start to, to the to the top so yeah so you're over there yeah talk to us about this Jake Paul fella for fuck will someone show his fucking come here Dylan it's like I know fuck you probably get it all the time and a lot of people like touching on it with you but it's only when you look back and you say it was a bit cringy wasn't it like yeah. from his side like what like he's a fool but here no disrespect to you no, but course. like there's no need for him to be like bringing yeah. you into it what what happened, guys? Was I done uh, a podcast with the Energy Show, right? Yeah. Uh, shout, shout out, out to the lads, yeah. the boys, the boys and, are absolutely and, legends. Yeah, legends. And um, before that, Jay Paul had done the video about McGregor and his wife, and I was like, "Yo, that's low blow." That you yeah. know what I mean. So now I'm training with Connor, and I, as you train with someone and you're sparring them every day, you get you get a bit oh, of a bond oh. with someone. Do you know what I mean? And I just said on the Energy Show, I said if Jay Paul shows up to do boy. Carrying on the way he carries on, I said, I'm going to sleep him. Connor yeah. won't have to do it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I said, I'm watching. Yeah. I said, I'll be a superstar overnight. And he either seen that, we think, or me and Connor had a spar and I was covering blood after. And the spar was a brilliant spar, you know, proper razor close. Yeah. But the picture told a different story. And Connor's very, very fair. Yeah. And he took the Twitter to explain what happened in the spar. Yeah, he's seen it. Yeah. And Jake Paul read that, done his homework on me, done the video. And it was just a yeah. domino effect. And what's mad actually is, um, after the spar and I was covered in blood straight away brah came over to wipe the blood off my face and I goes nah leave it do you know what I mean leave it most fighters it would be like ego getting into it oh get it off me get yeah. it off me I goes nah leave it I knew it would go all over the place you know what I mean yeah, bizarre sparring yeah. bloody sparring session yeah. and it, it worked a treat and that had the domino effect to what went on and happened with Jake Paul so yeah, yeah it's, it's mad looking back on it it's was crazy. it really personal with Jake Paul after the video and all that well, lads, I was yeah. fuming yeah, I was oh, absolutely mate, fuming. He put up the picture mean? of you and all after that, oh, the oh, loss and all. You know what oh, I mean? Was, he put the video up. Yeah. I did, was he, did he share the video of the loss? the video up. And lads, it went. I mean, it was on TMZ in America. Yeah. Come on, for God's sake. It was nuts. Mm. Absolutely nuts. And the abuse I got. Mm. The abuse only stopped a few weeks ago. Lads. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> it was just mental. And... Yeah, you just couldn't put into words the few months I've had. And I thought it was kind of dying down. And then when Connor got bit, 
I was getting the blame for it yeah. from all over the world. You know, it was coming in tenfold from everywhere. And, you know, you just have to put up with it, don't you? Have you ever had any direct contact with Jake Paul? No, no, I see my messages. Yeah. He see my messages and that, yeah, and just never replied to him. Yeah. Do you know what Shoy I mean? Shoy bag. Yeah. like, but, boy, he, yeah, he's good. I for someone who's only at the start. No, I but, don't agree with it at all. Yeah. Boys, listen. The young for the start box. Listen, don't buy ago. into the hype. They're yeah. good with cameras. They're marketing geniuses. He's yeah. useless. No, I get it. You know what I mean? But for someone who's never be in a boxing, boxing ring based on publicity, it should be on merit. Yeah, but but the world we're living in today, Calvin, that's going out the window. Bro. And that's what I'm saying. And I think someone's going to get hurt. And yeah. you'll see it. it. That's going out the window. But these boys are smart. See all this bollocks talking about Frank Canelo. That's never going to happen. Because no. one of them will get seriously hurt. But I enjoy the whole fact that they're going to Ben Askren. Exactly. But lads, look, look what we're doing here. We're talking about them. And that's exactly. their main aim. Exactly. And that's, that's it. That's what, what they mean? want. So the plan for us was... Like we were trying to book flights to fly straight to LA and rock into his gym with a film crew and everything organized. Yeah. And I was gonna say, yo, I'm here now, put the gloves on, the world is watching. Do you know what I mean? And that was the plan. And what you reckon would have happened if you did? I'd have knuckled his head in <laughs> just out of stubbornness. He managed his coach, BJ Flores, he'd have got it as well off camera. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Um, I was fuming and you're over there with a lot of perfections you have to hold it in do you know what I mean yeah. I'm ringing my mother and father back yeah. home and I'm shouting down the phone I got that Jake Paul yeah. <laughs> but you reckon he kind of got a dose of reality because he's like right Connor's the biggest name in the world I've got a good bit of publicity calling him out knowing quite well he's not going to entertain it yeah. right mm. uh, right what will I do Dylan Martin I'll go for him yeah oh, yeah. box up boom on the, on the come up Right, yeah. I latch onto that. And then he's saying, right, I will fight you. Because you were saying, I'll fly to America. I'm going to bring on that night. Yeah. You know, but you can even tell through the videos, you weren't messing like no, you were. Look, I will literally go over there and spark you. I'm a gentleman by nature, but there's a switch there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I was just conditioned for fighting as a kid, brought up. Like I said, out in the country, travel with me dad. Out in the shed every night of the week. Programmed to win and only win. You know, yeah. that's just, it's in me. You know what I mean? Next time I'm looking at this guy, a YouTuber, after... Making a show of me all over the world, you know, you can just imagine the the, the feelings that's going to be emotional. Video, there was millions of views on yeah, it, like, millions. Now it's um, great. All publicity is go publicity. Yeah, but again, they and like there was people sending me TikToks had millions of views. I wasn't on TikTok at the mm. time. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It just went everywhere, absolutely everywhere, and it's still going today. And who knows, lads? With the world we're living in, you know, at the time I said I'm never going to end up fighting him, but now I wouldn't say no because it's just a mad world, you know yeah, what I mean? And yeah. still anything that happens to Jay Paul, my phone goes off the hook. People aren't forgetting about it, do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So we see. But that's the thing because it's that with him, it's in its infancy. How many fights has he had? Two or something? Three. Two, is it? Two. He's two heading into the third, yeah. Yeah, and like you're still relevant because his career hasn't progressed far enough yeah. to get away from you. Yeah. Well, hell, you know I'd love to see you. I'd love, love to see him himself. Because yeah, all of Ireland get behind you. Yeah, yeah, but the thing is, Dylan, he, I don't think, like, he doesn't want that smoke. You know that yeah. kind of thing? Like, you're yeah, a born and raised fighter. Yeah. Whereas he's at the jumping into it and the showmanship won't be there. Listen, you won't be there like, I'll carry you for eight rounds. No, Jake Paul's a cash cow and there's a lot of people making money off him. And the last thing they want to do is see him get beat. Yeah. When you understand boxing, you know, you understand the business. Sell tickets, boys. I know it Sell tickets, yeah, 100%. But, yeah, no one wants to see him get beat. He's going straight to the top, whether we like it or not. Yeah, no, definitely. Because he's going to be guided along the way. Yeah, yeah. Um, Handpicked opponents and all but, that. But for me, lads, like I said, I'm just cuffing the same cloth as yourselves and I was thrown over into the middle of all this yeah. and I'm trying to process it all and keep a brave face and I'm like, this is nuts. Yeah. I absolutely, it's still hard to come to terms with. You know, I can't go anywhere. I was at, I was at the Vela watching Michael Conlon and I said to me, mate, I have to go to the bathroom. Lads, it took me 20 minutes to get back from the bathrooms and I'm not yeah, joking. Yeah, I love that book. 
Love it. Absolutely yeah. brilliant. I love yeah. spending time chatting about it and having that. Because like, it's funny. It's a yeah. crack. Do you know what yeah. I mean? And the little fellas and they're buzzing about it. And I, when I had a new pair of runners on and they were standing all over. Oh, me. Like, yeah, human, and so like, yeah, I was like, I'll take pictures of Gioli. Just keep your runners clean, for God's sake. Someone's going to go to lift off just, me now. Yeah, it just showed me how far I went. All these little Belfast lads and they're all... Jake Paul ever goes to Belfast, he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Well, come here, but, I see um, the way you said you were going to fly to LA. What stopped that? The COVID restrictions. They were oh, opposite. Oh, no America. So we had bodyguards. Shout out to Andy O'Neill. Um, had it all organised. You know what I mean? Marcus Deegan in Las Vegas. Another brilliant podcast. Um, had it all organised. Couple of heavies, cameras. Going to rock down to the gym. Proper 12 t-shirts. Stick it on them. See what happens. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. COVID stopped it, but it is what it is. He wants the publicity, he's going to get it. He's going to get it. Yeah. 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 Are you going to do it? It can still happen 100%. The only thing think is, it's just rock. Bring me, bitch. I don't know. Yeah, 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 brilliant. <laughs> but who, who knows? You know, it's still alive and well. I'm always at it with his coach on Instagram. Mm. He's he's an agent now, BJ Flores. But uh, yeah, if I'm being honest with you, though, boys. I want to put the kind of Connor and Jake Paul thing behind me. Behind no, it's time to put my own name back in the headlines now, you know. So I'm, I'm gathering myself at home. I'm getting the head, like I went to Barcelona for a few days on my own, getting my head right. It's very easy to get caught up in all that. Yeah. It's run its course now. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, no problem path. talking yeah. to people about it, but it's time yeah. to put Dylan Moore back in the headlines, put yeah, Walford back in the newspapers. That's what gets me out of bed in the morning, you yeah. know what I mean? And, you know, I'm looking forward to the next yeah, chapter. Because it's been a quiet year, career was for you. Career-wise, yeah, yeah, but at the same when time... Was your last, fight? last November. Right. You know, but at the same time, I've been in the headlines for the first f- five months of it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. crazy. And I know you said you want to move on, but just the last thing, you were, were you involved in the second uh, camp this no, year? No, no, oh. no, no. Connor done his own thing. I think there was only 10 or 12 members there. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? He'd done what he needed to do. I felt right. Locked himself away behind closed doors. Yeah. And I think he'd done the right thing. Mm. That camp I was in got a bit too much media attention. It was too open to everybody. He went away, knuckled down with his day ones and done what he had to yeah, do. Yeah, do you know what exactly, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Old friend, uh, Keith, I got an input over there. Yeah, Keith, yeah, I got a yeah. Another legend in yeah. Irish fighting, you know what I mean? Yeah. You're after having some top fellas on here, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Pierce yeah. O'Leary, yeah. Thomas Carty, the boys yeah. are all legends. Legends, yeah. exactly. Craig O'Brien as well, don't Craig O'Brien, yeah. one of yeah. the nicest yeah. guys in boxing. Absolutely yeah. legend and a mad yeah. story behind Yeah, yeah, unbelievable. One of our own. But speaking about getting your own career back on track, you have a bit of news for us? Yeah, so showing him with Frank Warren. To some people, I might sound like much lads, but yeah, I, that is huge. I've, I've fought tooth and nail to get where I'm at, you know what I mean? And like I said, yeah, I'm not looking for a pity party, but if you know boxing, you'll know having no promoter, having no manager, coming up through there on your own and making it, it's a hard task, you know what I mean? But we stuck with it, you know, life isn't easy, lads, is it? No. Do you know what I mean? It, it isn't easy, and here we are, and it's about, in the reality of it is, the hard work's only starting now, mm. you know? I remember being a little kid running the fields out in Kilmack, and practicing interviews. I'm only about 11. You're never going to have an interview until you're about 20 if you're a professional or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just practicing giving interviews. Yeah. You know, seeing it in my head. Always wondering, how, remember when I first went professional, how do I get Frank or Eddie's time? How do you get in that position? Do you know what I mean? And I said, right, look, just need to start racking up a few wins. And that's what I've yeah. done. Everything fell into place for me with the Connor thing, which was obviously a massive help. And yeah, last week I was sat in Frank's office. Do you know what I mean? That's was that surreal as well? Was that sort of similar to the Connor thing? It was, like it was crazy. Yeah. And the, the chat him. was quite funny. And, you know, Frank asked me a question and I just took off. You know what I mean? And he bust out laughing when I finally finished. And he goes, I think you need to go home and work on your confidence. And I goes, Frank, look, I spent a lifetime trying to get 10 minutes of your time. Yeah. <laughs> now that I have it, I said, I'm going to make the most of it. Do you know what I mean? And uh, he goes, yeah, look, 
we want to do something with you. We can do something with you. It seems like we're on the same page. We'll get something through to you in a few days. They did. Came with the right, a little bit of back and forth, yeah. crossing the T's and oh, dotting the I's, like trying to squeeze a few quid out of Frank. And <laughs> yeah, everything is good. You know, should have it all done deal in a couple of days. Back on the horse, over to Manchester. Yeah. You know, history repeating itself, and we go again. You know, keep oh, chipping away at. It. That's the thing, though, mate. But when you think of like boxing promoters, like the first two names that have come to your head, it's Frank Ryan. Warden and Eddie Hearn. Yeah, they're the lads, aren't Do you know they? What I mean, like the lads, Frank yeah. Warden is the OG when it comes to boxing promoting. You know what I mean? Queensbury. If I'm being honest with you, lads. I didn't really think it would ever happen. I thought I'd have to come in the back door to fight one of his guys. Yeah. You know, I said, you know, one way or another, I'm going to get there. And if I have to go in the away corner and fight one of their guys, that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. Upset the apple cart. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But I didn't. Like, I got, I got, I wormed my way into his office. You know what I mean? And yeah, worked a charm on him. And yeah, hopefully everything will be official in a few days. And like I said, back to Manchester, history repeating itself. Just get back chipping away at it, and yeah. that's all you can do. You know, keep trying your hand at it and see where it ends back up. Back to the old stomping ground in Manchester. Back to, back to the old stomping ground, and I'm excited for it. You know, the last few weeks have been a bit of an easy ride, I suppose. You know, and I'm not owed anything from boxing now. You know what I mean? I need to clock in again, start putting yeah. the work in again, yeah. and then I'm owed. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You need to build up the brownie points. At the moment, I'm not owed anything. Get yeah. this contract started, start putting the graft in again, clock in, and then it'll come. And what's the plans? Where do you think you can go with it? Where do I think I can go with it? I'm going to fight once this year. Obviously, I'm going to get the rust off. I haven't fought in 12 months. And then 2022, you know, I've always been quiet and just went about my business under the radar. Now, I'm in the new year, I'm getting loud on social media. You know, I'm sticking it on all these guys. Mm. You know, Echo, Essamon, won the British title last week. All Frank's boys. You know what yeah. I mean? I'm sticking it on all these lads. It's been a long time coming. Do you know what I mean? Like I said, lads, talk is cheap. Everybody can afford it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But next year is the year. And that's what we're saying about it. And you are like, Eddie Hearn, get your boys out. We'll get them. The Sky Sports boys, get them out. You will get it as well. Yeah. So you, <laughs> yeah. Just give a bollocks. You know what I mean? But you have to go about it in a nice way. You know, I'm finally in a position where I think I deserve to pipe up. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? All along, I wasn't. Who was I to be shouting out, guys? Do you know what I mean? At that level. Now I'm clutching straws and I'm chasing their tail. Do you know what I mean? And I'm excited for it. Excited for the next chapter. Yeah, and that's what I was saying. Like, uh, you should always get to box, uh, where you are in the boxing ring on merit, and that's what you have done. It let your ability speak for you. Yeah. And now you're being noticed, and now you're like, right, here we this go. This is my chance. Shackles are like, off the, now. The, the dream for me, boys, is like, it was never money or popularity or anything like that. I just have this vision in my head of like 10, 12 round fights. I'm down, he's down, I'm up, he's up, there's blood everywhere, I'm winning, I'm losing. And nights that people remember. Yeah. The whole town is out supporting you. The hair standing on the back of their neck and it lives on for a couple of years. That's what I got in and for. Do you know what I mean? And now, legacy. Yeah, legacy. Yeah. You know, and, and it's the most important thing in the world to me. It's the last thing I do, they're going to happen. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm telling you now so I can say, I told you so. Yeah, <laughs> that's serious. That's your mindset, but that's the yeah. exact way to go about it. Do you know what I mean? Look, and you know it's not. You know you're being legit when you're saying that it's not the money, it's not all that. You no, just love it. it. It's all for you. It's passion, Terrence. Mm, yeah. It's passion, bro. And it, it turns me on in a weird mm. way. I might sound weird. I might sound like a bit of a weirdo, but, you know, like I said, I've just been conditioned for it since I'm a kid. You know, the early days in your life, you're a product of your environment. Yeah, definitely. Aren't you? They're the most important years. What you see and what you hear molds you into. Yeah. Um, my dad was creating a killer out in the country. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Working on this little project out yeah. in the shade, ready to set him loose in a few years. And, yeah. and that's me sat here today. Like I said, though, gentleman by nature. Mm. Do you know what I mean? But fighting is just something close to my heart. And I'm excited for what's to come. Trust me, lads. Mm. Trust me, you know. 
it's taking a long time, but we're getting there. We've all the faith in the world. No, it's not the hot seat today, bro. Do you know what I mean? In the hot seat. Yeah. The hottest seat in the country. Yeah, look at the route you're at to take and got you on talking bollocks, bro, didn't it? Yeah, 100%. 100%. But yeah, excited for our lads. Do you know what I mean? Exciting things happen for everyone. Like like yourselves, do you know what I mean? And it's just about sitting back and enjoying the ride. You know, shoot your shot and see where it Fuck lands. Me, you know what I mean? As Michael Jordan said, you miss 100% of the shot you don't take. Exactly. You know I mean? so, exactly. And the fear of not knowing, like I couldn't live with that. You know what I mean? As long as I try and I don't care where it ends, win or lose, at least I know. You yeah, know what I mean? Giving me yeah, give it a crack at it. You know what I mean? Exactly. This is where it ended up. I'm happy with that. But I couldn't live with not knowing. You know yeah. what I mean? So gonna go throw a couple of digs and see what happens. Yeah, <laughs> maybe look forward to the homecoming. <laughs> Lads, let me touch on this. Watching the Mikey Conlon fight the other night and I like, Dude, that's what it's all about for me. It'll never be as big in Waterford because there's nowhere big enough. No. But the WIT Arena holds 4,000 people, I think. Yeah. And so that's a handy, it's an easy win there, no? The, so we'd sell that out. Yeah. yeah. Nah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, if it's the last thing I do on this planet, a homecoming's happening in Waterford. And it's not going to be anytime soon as I'm just signing with Frank. I'm going to be busy over in England. Yeah, yeah. But if it's the last thing I do and it's... That would be the dream come true. Yeah. Regardless of world titles and that, it's coming home because I, I spend all my younger years selling out hotel ballrooms. That was the buzz. You yeah. know, my father getting all his mates and everyone coming to watch Dylan fighting for years. You know, the small rooms. Now there's a big arena there. And I remember when it was being built and I used to be jogging past it and I was like, it's all falling into place, still. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's that's the end goal is a homecoming in Waterford. You know, put it in the diary because it's happening. I do you know, full just make circle. sure you have our tickets for yeah. us. Yeah. Oh, I will have front row, special guests. Yeah, do full circle and sell God knows where he'll be at the time. The boys probably won't even answer the phone. Dude. I'll be FaceTiming Terrence. Bro, in the morning, won't leave me alone. Damon's have turned. I'll be like, he won't answer the shite bag. <laughs> well, you could go full circle, mate, and you could be selling out the tree arena by World Points. Hey, I'm like cool. Bern, watching Bernard Dunn when you were a kid, and there you are. Yeah, you, you know, know it's just. Anything can happen, you know. Um, very optimistic about the future. Everything that's happened in the last few months for me, I'm very optimistic about what can happen. Anything can happen going forward. But come here, in the right hands with Frank Warren, mate. Like, them shows are on bleeding. They're not on every week. They're no. on the right time. Yeah. You have the right card and... It's the big stage. Yeah. It's the big stage, you know. So you're right, yeah. Yeah, 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 you know what I mean? It's sink or swim, isn't it? Yeah, well, that's <laughs> it, mate. I'm going to do the backstroke. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, yeah, we have a request for you. So on your next fight, I'm only joking yeah. about that. Right, you're in a good shot. <laughs> He's dead serious. Come He's dead serious. On your next fight, yeah, walk yeah. out to the hip knocker song. Yeah, lads, yeah. I will. 100. percent Talking bollocks, you know I mean? yeah. Cough up a few quid there, and I'll throw the name on the shards. <laughs> you have it there, you bollocks. <laughs> uh, we have to give a shout out to Tom O'Gaffney. So everyone always says, uh, "What's the song at the start of the podcast?" It's Tom O'Gaffney on SoundCloud. It's the hip song. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. Shout out Tom O'Gaffney. Ah, and another thing, a quick shout out to Caroline Morton as well, who actually, we completely forgot what we got an episode yeah. in. Can we get a shot in the background? Caroline Morton, a good friend of mine down in my life, sent me this logo. The first week that we played, set the podcast up, sent me that logo. I said, what do you think of that? I said, that's perfect. <laughs> and we just ran with it. So shout out Caroline yeah. Morton. Caroline well. Morton is Dylan's cousin. Shout out the boys as well, oh, but looking man. after us, yeah. Absolute legends, but Dylan, listen, that, there was some mad stories <laughs> yeah. in there, bro. This is, yeah, like and I love hopefully it. I'll have a few more. But yeah. you know what's weird, Dylan? Yeah, so everyone like, oh, yeah, the Jake Paul thing, and you blew up this year. Like everything that happened before that is probably bigger. Bro, oh, yeah. much mad, I hear. I think that's how I ended up in the McGregor camp. Yeah, Do you know what I mean. We're, we're, unknown, unknown to me, I was making a lot of noise, you know. And I think a lot of people take interest in my story because it's been so difficult, and they're like, how is this fella still going back mm. then? Do you know what I mean? Are you only twenty six? 
Only years. a pup, the fella's been around about 100 years. <laughs> <laughs> well, I say, it's after being summarized, and that's what it's about, you know what I mean? Sitting back and taking it one day at a time. It's only getting Op- started. Yeah, optimistic about the future. Keep working hard and believing and just seeing where it takes it, you know what yeah. I mean? And that's it. That's like that decision of Lee and getting on the plane to LA to go to Mexico. That's the butterfly effect, though, when you think that's about it. That's a matter of you know When I look back at it now, I'm thinking, I oh, say it's a bit of crack to look back on. I say at the moment you were like, oh, you're looking fuck back at the balls and that, you're yeah. thinking, you know, they stay with you forever, and that's what it's about. You know, it is for me anyway. Yeah, yeah. Well, tell the grandkids. That about is a that. legacy so far. You yeah, know, and you've a lot more to believe. Oh, there's right? a lot more to write. 100. percent We're excited for you, Dylan. Yeah, we'll yeah. we'll be yeah. getting you back on when you have a whole champion belt. Sitting there with a big belt on that table. Yeah, lads. Yes, 100. percent We'll do a part two. I'm not coming back to Elizabeth. That's the deal. You know what I mean? If I haven't got one, I'll just borrow one on the way up. We can pretend that, wouldn't it? Look, things didn't work out as planned. Do you know what, Dylan? I'm going to sting you hell. I think this is the first guest we had that was starstruck with you, Terrence. Absolutely, yeah. lads. If I want to joke, I'm saying I'm a massive fan of the podcast, but the two of you are even bigger fan. Do you know, mm. I was delighted when you rang, Terrence. Mm. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And like I said, I, I know when something's good, you know, I can mm. see it, and there's something good here, and I'm excited to sit back. Watch it and see where it goes because mm. I think the sky is the limit for talking bollocks. I'm calling it today, lads. Yeah, and that's not blowing smoke up your arses. That's just mm. me. Bro, you know I what felt mean? bad today, yeah, because I went on to follow you on Instagram and I clicked on your page and it said follow back. Yeah. I was like, oh, <laughs> following back to the mud. Can't blow blowing not following back. Yeah. Yeah, I follow him now. <laughs> follow him now. You see me shirt and everything. Oh, Sorry, no, though. And lads, actually, yeah. I need to give a quick shout out. My next fight is actually going to be a charity fight. Um, Sir Steve O'Timothy Farmer Michael on Instagram yeah. is after the organizing yeah, the wheelchair fight. Paddy Barnes is the main event and Steve O'Timothy. 11th of September in the Clinton Hotel in Galway. Al Forn, Darren Conway, yeah. another fight. I'm fighting the Black Paddy Fabudi. And it's all in aid of the Irish Wheelchair Association. I'm delighted to play a part in it. Well, you know, it's going to be an amazing night for an amazing cause and we're trying to raise as much money as possible. Class. So if you just keep an eye on them names that I mentioned, we're all going to be advertising it, yeah. ramming it down people's throats yeah. and just trying to make a few quid. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. I think with things like that, it's about everyone coming together and playing their part. And that's um, using that platform. Yes, exactly. For, for, for something good. You know yeah. what I mean? And, yeah, just people keep an eye out for it. You know, it's, it's going to be a great night. Yeah. Class. We'll get turns on that card. I'll have a yeah. straightener off, I need yeah. man. After a few bottles, yeah. two snips, give me a hole, I'll whip something around. Turns to be on point in his addiction. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Relapse, three point out, coming oh, soon. But uh, Dylan, look, listen, it was a pleasure. It's You're an absolute legend. The pleasure's been mine, honestly. No. Thanks very much for coming Absolute in, bro. You're gents. a legend. Look, Johnny, that's a wrap. Take us out, Johnny. Boom. Subscribe to this podcast for free on the Go Loud app. What you waiting for? What you fucking in? The hip knocker.